So hello my friends, Devon Lennox here, Photography PX. Today's video will cover the main highlight features and do an overview of Panasonic's newly released S5. Do know you can find timestamps and links in the description down below, as well as the pinned comment. And also know this is not a sponsored video. Let's get started. Initially released in the summer of 2020, the S5 is a brand new full-frame mirrorless offering from Panasonic. It came as quite a shock to the industry this year, as most users expected the long-awaited update to the acclaimed GH5, but it seems that that wait will continue. Instead, it marks the fourth model to continue Panasonic's flagship Lumix S series. In price, it's technically an entry-level full-frame mirrorless camera, but not so much in features. Panasonic's known for jam-packing each release, and this camera indeed follows suit. It brings 4K 10-bit 60fps video, anamorphic support, 60fps burst shooting, and much, much more. And we now have a lightweight and affordable entry point into the lineup. Dubbed as the ultimate camera for filmmakers and content creators, Panasonic's made an interesting and exciting move with this camera. At first glance, the S5 indeed appears to be a miniature S1 H or a full-frame counterpart to the GH5, and it sports many of their higher-end attributes, but at a far more approachable price point. They aim this camera at hybrid shooters looking for the essence of a conventional S-series camera in a more compact and lightweight package, and they also hope it'll compete favorably against Sony's new A7C, Olympus's EM1 Mark III, Fujifilm's X-T4, Canon's EOS R6, and Nikon's Z6 tough competition. It features a full-frame 24.2 megapixel CMOS sensor without an optical low-pass filter and the Venus engine processor, a similar configuration as the S1. It also obtains the updated Auto White Balance option, now including Auto White Balance W and Auto White Balance C, which retain reddish and bluish tints. It obtains Panasonic's full suite of photo styles, the HLG photo mode, and you can now record photos in panoramic formats. The camera also offers continuous shooting speeds of 7 frames per second without autofocus or 5 frames per second with continuous autofocus and tracking, and a reasonable buffer of 24 raw images or virtually unlimited JPEGs before slowing. On the video front, it blends many video capabilities from its predecessors. With that, it shoots 4K UHD video up to 30p in full frame or 60p using the APS-C crop mode, like the S1. It also shoots 1080p full HD video up to 60p or 180p using the slow and quick mode found on the mode position dial. And both resolutions shoot to either the MOV or MP4 formats via long gop compression. The camera also records video internally with 10-bit color and the 422 subsampling for both 4K 30p and 1080p 60p with a reasonable data rate of 150 megabits or 100 megabits per second respectively. You can also drop down to 420 subsampling and push the data rate to 200 megabits per second using the H.265 compression. Like many Panasonic cameras, it offers unlimited video recording time in 4K 30p and 1080p 60p with 8-bit color 420 subsampling. However, 4K 60 60p and 422 recording both have 30 minute recording limits, so beware. The camera also offers the following, and it's quite an extensive list here, zebras, waveforms, vlog and HLG view assist, 
anamorphic recording, several video-centric photo-style modes including flat, cine-like D, cine-like V, like 709, V-Log and HLG profiles, dual native ISOs, the luminance spot meter, the new slow and quick mode first introduced on the G100, with speeds up to 180 FPS, built-in timecode, the frame marker feature from the S1H, the red rec frame indicator, vertical video support, and outputs a clean 10-bit 4K 60fps 422 signal for use with external recorders. Low light performance is excellent. It features a native ISO range from 100 to 51,200, further expandable to 204-800. Since the camera inherits the same sensor, processor, and dual native ISO capabilities as the S1H, its performance is mostly identical, and users can expect usable images up to ISO 12,800 and videos up to 6,400. For focus, it uses Panasonic's standard 225 area contrast detect AF system with depth from defocus technology and support down to negative 6 EV. This particular system has been used on several recent releases, including the S1, S1H, GH5S, G100, and more. But unlike these cameras, they've rebuilt the system from the ground up to improve the speed and accuracy. And they've also refined the subject tracking algorithms. It also obtains the latest version of face, eye, head, body, and animal detection. Head detection in particular is a new introduction to the lineup, but it now allows the camera to maintain tracking even when the subjects turn in profile or away from the camera. The camera also obtains AF custom settings for videos so you can tailor the tracking speed and sensitivity for better results, and it has touch face detection and several manual focusing aids such as focus peaking, focus magnification, and touch MF assist. It features a new BLK22 battery, and battery life is excellent. Panasonic rates the camera to deliver 470 shots per charge using the EVF or over two hours of continuous video recording. And you can also get upwards of 1500 shots when using the Power Saver LVF mode. For displays, it uses an OLED electronic viewfinder with a resolution of 2.36 million dots, 0.74 times magnification, and a variable refresh rate of 120 hertz. And the eye cup surrounding the EVF has also gone back to the traditional shape instead of the circular design featured on recent models. And it also has a 3 inch very angle touchscreen LCD with a resolution of 1.84 million dots. And this screen supports Panasonic's full suite of touch functionality, including touch focus and full menu navigation. Physically, the camera follows a similar design and build as other Lumix S cameras, and it borrows several elements, but in a smaller footprint. Considering size was one of the most criticized aspects of the entire S lineup, this is a welcome step in the right direction. And this new camera is substantially smaller and lighter than its counterparts. At 714 grams, it's even slightly lighter than the GH5, which weighs 725 grams and 25% lighter than the S1. But thankfully, it still uses a magnesium alloy chassis with similar weather-resistant construction as the GH5 and S1. But outside of that, it has 5-axis image stabilization, the high-resolution mode, dual SD card slots, a USB Type-C port, a microphone input, a headphone output, Panasonic's extensive suite of 4K photo modes, the live view composite mode, built-in time-lapse, several in-camera lens correction options, and built-in Wi-Fi and Bluetooth low energy connectivity. 
in the end, Panasonic's S5 is their best camera at this price point, and it's clear they've put much thought into the development of this product. Considering its feature set, it punches far above its weight in the quote entry-level segment, and it's easily one of the top options right now in this category. As it stands, the S5 is an excellent entry point into the Lumix S lineup and a strong alternative to both the S1 and S1H, and it's an evolutionary step over several previous releases, not just the S series alone. With the substantial overhaul in autofocus performance, Panasonic has finally done away with their ultimate Achilles heel and now has a complete and reliable system, and compared to the competition, it's the far superior video camera at this price. Surely this is a camera to consider if you want high-end hybrid capabilities in a small lightweight body, and it'll be quite a popular option from now on. So there you have it, my friends. There are the highlights and overview of Panasonic's new S5. For more information on the S5 and other Panasonic cameras, check out our website, photographypx.com. Go to our camera reviews page, then to the Panasonic section, and there you will see a full detailed written review, as well as other reviews of cameras that may be of interest to you. You can also look at the pinned comment in the description down below, and that will take you right to the full post as well. I've been your host, Devon Lennox. We'll see you in the next video. Thank you for watching today's video. I hope you found the contents of today's video insightful and it added value to you. If you're new here, please consider subscribing if you haven't done so already. Also, leave us a like and a comment in the description down below. Let us know if we overlook something or we missed something that we covered in today's video. I've been your host, Devon Lennox, photography. <laughs>